Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. In an age unknown, darkness ruled. The archmage and his forces knew no equal. All who stood fell against the might of the army of the unmade. And within humanity's darkest hour, the god of wisdom and the god of heroes granted humanity a final hope. A warrior like the world had never seen before. However, he was too powerful, and the god of death's words were final. A balance must be wrought. I have an idea, the trickster god said. We shall have him lose his powers if he were ever to eat meat of the cow juice of the tomato, wheat of the ground, and cheese of the utter. No, the god of heroes shouted. How will he eat? Ah, the trickster god said. You see, he can eat all those items individually. But when they are together, they are poison. The god of wisdom frowned. But what if you were to eat, say, a hamburger? No, 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 no! The god of tricks, the god said, that's fine. However, if the meat, tomato, are layered, layered with the wheat and cheese, it'll be the doom of all mankind. And so the man known as Jamie Bryden was born. <laughs> Welcome everyone to <laughs> Stories True and the Fictional. I am your host, Chris, part telling you this tale unknown of the birth <laughs> of my colleague, the world's greatest warrior, Jamie Bryden. How are you going, sir? Wow. Okay. Wow. This is the, that's incredible. Um, and Ryan wasn't there for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now of course how long have you been working on that well you see (laughs) as i was reading through some of rebecca castle our fine sponsor with of the dawn of the dawn series rising rising dawn series available on amazon i realized i should start writing some few small things to see if i could i don't think i'm coming close to her level of writing but then i was inspired on the weekend of hearing the most ridiculous story but Having the Rising Doran series is not a ridiculous story. You should obviously check that out. Available on Amazon. Please support her as she supports our podcast. But the story that you've told me before, Jamie, based upon your... You have a violent reaction to lasagna. 
Mm-hmm. But you can eat pasta. Yes. With beef cheese. and tomato sauce on it. No, no beef. Pasta, cheese. Okay, so steak. you can eat pasta. Yeah. You can eat ground beef because I've seen you do it in a burger. You can eat yeah. tomato. I've seen you eat a tomato. And you can eat yeah. cheese. Yeah. Then you have no actual issue. You're just insane. No, no, because you stick them together. Chris, tell me, can you eat a banana? Yes. Can you eat lettuce? Yes. Would you eat them together? I, I wouldn't want to eat them together, but I'm not going <laughs> to violently throw up like you do when you have lasagna. Hey, four out of four out of six times I've thrown up. See, at this point, it's mental. It's it's purely a mental thing, right? Like this. I mean, I mean, I'm, not, I'm gonna say right to you because I, I don't know. Probably, probably, it's probably on the same caliber as the fact that I don't go ice skating anymore because one time a girl tripped over and fell onto my ice skate and cracked her head open. Kind of sticks with you. But that was not even you. Well, she fell on me. So she fell on you. As in, like, someone behind her tripped and then she tripped and then right. she fell down and, and then, you know, my skate went up and met her head. And since that point, you've not skated? No. I just haven't felt like it. Now, the Tony, the Jamie. <laughs> Do you think that's the reason why you have never had successful second dates? No, I haven't had sex, uh, successful second dates because I haven't had second dates and because I haven't wanted second dates. So the tell me then, do you believe that this ice skating incident <laughs> can be wrought back and is definitely the usual why you have issues with your mother? No, because uh, that happened at like a youth group. It's probably have why I have issues with a lot, a lot of churches <laughs> because of their youth group. Oh, yeah, I, see, no, I see. I, no, since, I have no idea. <laughs> since one girl fell and hurt herself, you have hated the entire female race ever since. Fascinating. I think we're getting down to the crux of the issues here, here Jamie. Uh, if I just say yes, will this move on a little bit faster or will you Probably. dig deeper? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I do want to dig, dig deeper on this, but I will, I will allow you to move on because obviously you're not ready to go. You're not ready. You're not ready yet yeah. to fully unlock what's wrong with you. Yeah. I ought to sit in silence for about 45 minutes and then you talk for, um, you know, maybe 10 minutes and then it's and then you bill me for the full hour actually though i think it's the other way around though i think it's normally the person on the chair talks most of the time oh. and then the, then the then the guy with the pen just basically writes then nods every now and then mm-hmm. and then then yes he bills you for several hours of, of of time yeah i mean i'm sure i'm look I, i'm sure there are, there are some people who get like some you know yeah great help from from <laughs> You know those those people. Yeah, no, I like hear people say it's yeah. beneficial, or you know, it sounds like they just needed someone to talk to. So maybe they could not spend the thousands of dollars on these people. Yeah. Although this is one of those things that where if every single person or in in the world got together and agreed that psychiatry should cost no more than fifteen dollars an hour, and that's all they're willing to pay. To pay we could essentially change the price of psychology, like psychiatry, <laughs> like yeah. overnight. Well, you know, you just need one person to charge that much, and then their business would explode. Oh, 
but they only have so many hours in the day. That's and then, the thing. And then, oh, oh no, you'd make it a full-time gig because if you're charging that much, or everyone would be lining up to see you. Again, but again, how many hours in, do you have in a day? Well, okay, let's let's say you want to do an eight-hour shift. Sure. So that's eight people. Mm-hmm. 15 bucks a pop. That's not a, that's not a lot of money. No, but slowly up up the pay a bit, mate. Make it 20 bucks now. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say look, but um that's not a lot of money when you think about it. I mean well, okay. that's a hundred and twenty dollars. Let's let's make it a retirement option then, all right? And... <laughs> I see, I see. Well, I, I can see well if you're interested in joining Jamie's school of finance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I be- I believe that you know he's now taking uh, uh, offers at the low low price of seventy dollars for all of life. Okay, random. Hey, look, I I I'd be happy to be paid twenty bucks just to sit there and nod and scribble on a notepad. I think there's more to it, but I'm not sure how much more. No, but I I reckon a lot of it would be that people just want to talk and want to air out their things. And then you just say the, the things, and how does that make you feel? And you know, you see, that's a cliche. <laughs> I know. But I know. having said that, I think it's a one that's true because I'm pretty sure that's what they say, right? Like, yeah, that they, you know, I mean, it's a cliche thing to say, but how else are you meant to find out how the, how, how does that make yeah. you feel? <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't sound like it's an important question that you should probably ask him. Is basically, you know, yeah. hey, how does that make you feel? But, you know, yeah. it's so cliche now. It's like, oh, my God, he said the thing. He said yeah. the, oh, how does it make... Like, like, you know, the Dr. Phil way of doing it there. And how does that make you feel? Isn't it? And how's that working out yeah. Oh, yeah, you? sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're right. You're, you're more into Dr. Cox than I am, so... Dr. Cox or Dr. Phil? Because he's made that joke. That was a joke. He's like, yeah, well, and yeah, well, how's oh, no. that working out for you? Yeah, that's because he's... Yeah, he's making fun of Dr. Phil. Um, yeah, no, I, I I have considerable. There was one point in my life where you could you could give me a scenario from Scrubs and I could tell you which episode, which season, and almost what time in the episode. Once upon a time, I watched it that much. <laughs> now, do you believe that's too much? Probably, probably. Mm. Or do you think it's not enough? I don't know because because I don't want to get sick of it. I've currently watched it so much and I'm not sick of it. But I'm worried if I go too far, then I'll become an episode skipper. Oh. You know, I don't like that episode. You see, I, I, I have to admit, I am an episode skipper in Scrubs at the moment. Because um, I've, I've, I think I have hit my threshold. Yeah. There's in on, terms of episodes. So far, there's only one episode I skip. Really? Which one? It's the clip one. Oh, look, I no, look. If you're to skip a clip episode, I think you are completely morally justified. Yeah. They are the laziest of all the writing. Yeah. And the fact that, that we still have these things that <laughs> keep happening. Yeah. Like it errate it 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 vexes me why yeah. you know they still continue to happen. Yeah. Now, even though that Scrubs did it in a jest. You know, no, no, but the point is, Scrubs did, still it, in did a, it in a jest, but they still did it. It's like yeah. it's not like it's not like um, yeah. I mean, 
to quote the greatest time, the greatest clip show ever was from actually Rick and Morty, mm. where they go. Here's a whole lot of clips we haven't seen. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, the, the Morty's mind-bended. It's like a clip show that with clips you've never seen before. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, no, that's, that's cool. funny. Yeah, That's great. That's I, will well- say, I will say Stargate did it pretty good sometimes. Yeah. And that's because it's late in the season. You know, and it's, it's a good way to sum up what's happened in the last couple of seasons. And it's always like a court case, you know? You're on trial for this, and then no, no, no. You know. I think how they handled that dip, that dipshit. Yeah, you know, pulling down the Stargate program, saying how you know this is all bullshit, it's all pathetic. No, that no, that was that was yeah, that was well written. It was intense, yeah. and it made you so angry. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's probably the best way you can do a clip like a clip show where it's like yeah, it's it's got the clips, but you know. You're really drawing on like the anger of the audience, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As they're going, mm-hmm. yeah, you weren't there, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, apart from that, is there anything else you've been watching at the moment, young man? No, I've been playing a lot of games of late. Um, really, I just finished Miles Morales after I finished uh, Spider Man. You know what? I'll do some more, and I actually quite like it. Um, he's got a different swing style to Spider Man, which is cool. Really, and and because he's new, he's a little bit more clunky, and it's it's harder. It's like you take a lot of damage, <laughs> um, but by the end of it, you 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 deal a considerable damage. So he's so he's so just he's not as good as swinging. Is that, that what you're saying? No, yeah, because he's like literally like in the end of Spider Man, the PS5 game, PS4 game, he's just gotten his powers. It's been a, been a couple of months, right? So he's, okay, 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 so okay. he's still getting the hang of his um swing, right? I see. So he's basically at that point, uh, he's basically a rookie Spider Man, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's interesting. But then he's got a his power is so good. They call it Venom, and it's like an electric charge, and he can basically just you know. Is he like? Is he more powerful than actual Spider Man? Would be I I reckon when you're playing the game, does he does that sort of like that? I guess you call it Venom, quote unquote. Yeah. Does that give you like? Just a really unfair advantage in the in thing. Yeah, or... once you finish and you fully leveled up, it's like, come at me, bro. Um, but you, like, if you get hit, you take a lot of damage. Like, right, okay. So you've got great off offense, but pretty bad defense. Although you can go invisible. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like I don't know. That but, sounds, but it's. But first playthrough, it's really tough because it's not like here's all the here's all the powers straight away. You got to you know earn them. Mm. But um, yeah, I just some of the stuff you can't unlock unless you do New Game Plus, and then <laughs> I did New Game Plus, and I'm like, and I put it on the second hardest difficulty, and I'm still OP. I'm just like, <laughs> uh. you know? But again, if you get hit, you know, like some of the guys, it's like almost one hit and you're dead. 
Because it sounds like at this point you've basically mastered this game now, right? You are. Yes. Well, I've mastered the other one, and I've, I'm close to mastering this one. And yeah. it's, it's 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 honestly got a pretty good story, and um, it's shorter than the other one, but it's fun. It's fun. I like it. The... Yeah, it's shorter because, from my understanding, it's this is just an expansion, right? It's not meant to be a full. No, it's a full game. Oh, okay. It's I don't know how many hours it is. But I think it took me a couple of days to finish when spider-man took me about five days to finish oh, okay is there as much to do in the city or is it just simply um, um no there's there's almost as much but not really um it's because it has this, this this one doesn't have dlcs so oh okay but it's still it's still just as good i mean i have a few yeah yeah there's a few yeah but there's some pretty cool costumes. You unlock the um, Into the Spider-Verse costume. Oh, which, cool. Which does the same um, animation. Like, so you swing like, like, like you're in the game, like you're in the movie. Oh. So it's pretty cool. That's cool. So do you think it's worthwhile playing it if you've never played the first one? Or do you think you should play through Spider-Man before you play through Miles, uh, Miles Morales? I don't, think, I don't think you need to play through Spider-Man. Mm. I think it works. Like you kind of get the gist. Spot like Spider Man's your mentor at the beginning. Right, yeah, um, yeah. Let leaves leaves a whole lot of training um, stuff around for you, and yep. then goes. But I'm, basically, I'm, if you've ever seen a Spider Man movie of any fucking kind, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, that's like, all you need to know. Yeah. yeah. And does is is it? So he's got the Venom ability. Yep. He is he also because he's the one that also turns invisible as well. He yes, have, he does. You see, in yeah. that kind of stealthy game, that does seem like a bit of a a cheat. Yeah, but like, still, if you take someone down and someone sees it, and then they know where you are, like pretty much. Yeah, so it's and even... and it's it's and it's limited. It's not like I'm invisible forever. So it's not even good stealth. No, it's it's good stealth. It's a good stealth advantage to begin with, but once you're seen. I mean, you can walk right up to someone and punch them in the face and okay, okay. they go down. Is it as good as Assassin's Creed 1 where there's a stealth <laughs> button? Where you, where you, you blend. stab someone and then press blend and then walk yeah. by as they fall dead and kill like 20 dudes in a row? Is it as yeah. good as that stealth or is it no, like... No, it, it's, it's more um, challenging. Oh, because I, I honestly... Sometimes, look, I... I, I I love a, a game of challenge. You know, I will play, you know, Elder's Ring, Demon's Souls, Dark Souls, that sort of yeah. thing. But sometimes a good, just absolute bullshit glitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even even in the other other Assassin's Creed game, the smoke bomb is my favorite yeah. thing because basically yeah. it doesn't matter how strong they are. Once you throw the smoke bomb, you're the, that you can just instantly kill anyone. It's, yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just the most... <laughs> Cheaty. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, the amount of times I use that on in Black Flag where I just throw one down in amongst the people and just walk yeah. through and just stab people <laughs> yeah. and just like yeah clear out an entire ship because with those scary with those games you want to have some really good midship repairs when you're when you're yeah. in, in a hardcore <laughs> naval battle yeah. we're against three or four ships of, oh, yeah. they got three or four pirate hunters yeah. you're, you're really damaged hey. much like in real life you want to stop you yeah. want to board a ship get some midship repairs going in the middle of the battle then continue on the fight with the other ships Maybe it's like you know the old British um, warfare where they used to stop for tea. 
Do you think if the pirates ring the bell? <laughs> That's it. it no, I think it's sort of it's, it's one of those, uh, the, the, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm, gonna, I'm going to butcher this story because I don't know the full details of it. <laughs> but I remember someone telling me it was hilarious. Where there was a a young lieutenant in the British naval naval officer going through his lieutenant's exam. And the, the the admiralty board was throwing him all these scenarios. He was saying like, you know, you know, what would you do if this happened? This happened. He goes, you know, a huge storm comes up. What do you do? He goes, yep. I lay out some more canvas and you know, um, you know, tells him what to do. Then they said, aha, but you know, another storm, another wind just <laughs> happens. He goes, okay. Well, I put out some more canvas and you know, and then they said, but what happens if another storm comes? Another wind comes and and, and he goes, okay. I put out some more canvas and I and I build up the build up the sails and to to, to utilize it. And the admiralty board eventually goes. Where are you getting all this canvas, sailor? And he replies back, the same place you're getting all this wind. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know if that's true or not. I, I want it to be true because it sounds like a sailor's parable. Or yeah, because I because yeah. I, yeah, I want it to be true because I guarantee that guy didn't pass his lieutenant exam. <laughs> <based> on... <laughs> I can imagine the look on his face. You know, the the, oh. te- the teacher's face. Oh, like, the, the board of yeah. teachers basically going, yeah. Yeah, "Can I have that?" Like he would have like the dirtiest look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, knowing the knowing the navy, he would be like the the second son of some noble lord. So they go, "Well, yeah. we have to we have to pass it." All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. So Jamie, you were talking about an interesting scenario recently. Uh, there's two actually that I want to okay. get to. Okay. The first one is, you said you would want want to marry the government. Can you elaborate? <laughs> I didn't say that. You, you. Now you, I know that you no. hate the government. Yeah, but and then, why do you want to marry the government? And no, well, you said something. I can't remember what you said. Is that if you love the government so much, why don't you marry it? Yes. And I said that would be a good idea because then you could like destroy it from the inside, or 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 get it to change. Okay, Jamie, you marry the government. How are you going to get it to change? What are your tactics? Have you seen um that episode of Big Bang Theory? Mm-hmm. Where Sheldon gets changes the habits of Penny with the treats, yep. By rewarding, I've did the same thing. Okay, so you're going to use the um, dog training method on yeah the government, oh, but with taxpayers' money. Oh, <laughs> so basically, the tax funds go into a different pool that you control. Yeah, and when the government does good. <laughs> You click. You have a clicker, and then you yeah. give it a, a bit of a bit of the money. Yep. Damn, son, that's. <laughs> you know what? I have had many an idea in my time, but this one just might work. <laughs> I mean, the other option is, you know, just tell them it's for climate change, and just, just, you know. There's always that option, but I think this one, the way you're talking about, not only would you have a well-trained government, you know, they'll be good boys who deserve their treats. Mm-hmm. You know what, Jamie? Once again, <laughs> when we put our minds together, we have now solved governmental issues. <laughs> now, back onto the second topic that that I wanted to raise that you said that you mentioned today, uh, I, found, I found it quite interesting. And you're talk, we were talking about divorce. <laughs> Were we? Okay. You were. And you, we were talking about, is divorce a deal breaker for you? And you were saying, no. Once I hear the circumstance, it's, you know, I'll take it case by case. And then yep. I said to you, 
isn't that a bit much to ask on a first date, the full <laughs> details of the divorce? And you said no. And I would like you to elaborate why you well, think no. Well, uh, I said it sounds like fun. And like, you know, when, you, when you're around our age, you know, late 30s, um, a lot of people don't like time wasting. So they're like, you know, just, just lay it all out. Lay it all well, out. Well, doesn't that I'm, lay I'm, it all out? I'm not Wouldn't saying... that make you seem desperate? Or her seat. Wouldn't there be some desperate? Wouldn't that? Yeah, I don't know. Trust me, if you're dating in your late thirties, you're desperate. <laughs> Is that true? No, I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I didn't know. No, I have it. I have. I you know, look, I'll take your word for it because, again, I have not gone on a date for uh, thirteen to fourteen years, so no idea what the market's like these days. So I'll. But, but, but it just seems like. That's not the kind of question you ask someone on a date or the first date or no, an early no. date. Is it, it, it really, like, it really, yeah, it really isn't. I was just being a smart ass, but well, well, <laughs> well. But I'm saying it, it would, it would be fun. You'd definitely get someone's attention if you just said, "Hey, here's everything." <laughs> the Ted Mosby. <gasps> <laughs> now, how much do we have to pay for you to trial this out? I no, I do not want to. Because if it works, then I'm screwed. Why? Because what if I just do it with everyone and it works with someone that I'm really not into? Oh, yeah, that's a valid point. But I've, you know, I've, I've had my problems with clingers most of my life. But would you do it, Jamie, for science? Um, for science, Jamie, for science. Well, that depends on what your definition of science is. Science is flexible and... Undetermined, as you know. Okay, so traditional science. Traditional science, yes. Yeah. Basically, science is uh, who knows what it is. I don't know. Do you know uh, science? Mm. This is you know you know science, Jamie. You've you've heard enough science talk these days. So I understand what I, science is. Yeah. So I'm talking that kind of science, Jamie. Okay. Real um, science. Depends on depends how I feel. You know. Ask me when I'm in a good mood. I will basically never ask you because you're never in a good mood. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I am always in a good mood, except right this second when you're asking me that question. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what? I think I can pick you up with some outstanding jokes. Here we go. Okay. Did you hear the rumor about butter? Something to do about spreading it. Ah, oh, yes. Well, I'm not going to spread it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. You know, you're, 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 you know um, what do you call a cheese that isn't yours? Oh, no. What? 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 Nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Why do melons have weddings? Why? Because they can't elope. Oh, God, Chris. <laughs> How many apples grow on trees? How many? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm starting a new dating service in, in Prague. It's called Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And if there isn't if there isn't one... Oh, no, look, I guarantee there, there would be, be one. I, I want to see yeah, in Prague there would be no like again. Hmm. How does a vampire start a letter? Oh, how? 
to Mitt Mahay concern. <laughs> wow. Let's see if we find a de- one. One more. That's not a few more. <laughs> How can you tell a vampire has a cold? How? She starts coughing. Uh, <laughs> what does your what does your nose say to your finger? I don't know. Quit picking on me. <laughs> picking on me. Okay. They're getting worse, Chris. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's one. Milk is good, but it could be butter. <laughs> Stop while you're ahead. <laughs> My wife asked me, why didn't you treat me like you did when we were first dating? So I took her to dinner and a movies and then dropped her off at a parent's house. <laughs> did you hear about the claustrophobic astronaut? No. You just need a little space. <laughs> um, Welcome to Chris Reads the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more fight. What is the final one? Aladdin has been banned from the magic carpet race. Apparently, he's been using performance enhancing rugs. <laughs> <laughs> and da da! Okay, there you go. I will end um, the segment there. Did you get that joke from one of those rug stores that are always closing down? No. No. Because you know the rug stores that are always closing down? Are they always closing down? Yeah, look, look legitimately, like 50%. 50% off closing down sale. All the time. Are they actually closing down though? Or are they that's, basically... That's, that's the question. Or are they... That's the question. Yeah, so are they closing down... Or are they using basically the closing down sale as a way as a, to basically boost sales? That's, but that doesn't make any sense because won't people notice when they come back in a few months that it hasn't closed down? Yeah, unless they move location all the time. But That seems like, again... But I think it must be working because I was once at a, at a birthday party in the park and there was a sky rider that flew over and said, rug, rug store closing down sale. Mm-hmm. So where are they getting the money to skywrite? I don't think skywriting is that expensive, though. Really? I'm basing this off nothing. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look it up right now. Oh. <laughs> You're wrong. Oh, am I? <laughs> it's, it, skywriting starts at three and a half grand. Three and a half grand. Yeah, for skywriting. Probably more now because fuel. Why? Probably because you have to pay for a pilot to fly loop-de-loops and upside down and spiraling and. But by the time someone even looks up at the message, it's it's all smudgy and they can't read it. Yeah, but it was written in the sky. Um, that's why I reckon those flying a banner would probably be better. You know, the big planes with the. You know, that'd probably be cheaper. Probably, but I still think that's the worst kind of advertisement. Yeah, I, mean, I, I honestly don't know why people keep doing it. Like, it, it's like three D movies, you know. It, it was hip. It was hip once. It was hip once, but it didn't um didn't work. Uh, don't do not pick on three D films, Jamie. There was at least several attempts 
at I 3D will, films. Well, at least it helped one particular film get to number one. <laughs> yes, and they went back into the cinema again uh, yeah. to try again to basically to, to reclaim that. I, I've, I've not yeah. checked. I, like based upon how I haven't had any news, I'm assuming it didn't do exactly yeah. what they wanted to. <laughs> but and I think the main reason was is because one, no one cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but two, it was on Disney Plus, and I am talking about Avatar. In case no one knows, yeah, it was on Disney Plus, and then they removed it from Disney Plus just before they plan to release it in the cinema, which I think that's just, that's just, that's, that's, that's going one step too far in my mind. Yeah. It's like going, okay, so I want to, you know, and from my understanding, even the, the version, because our good friend, uh, uh, good friend and of the show, Mike Morales went and saw it at the cinema. Because, oh, wow. You know, uh, it was more so that his wife hadn't seen it, so it was more okay. like no, that's fair enough. Yeah, I'll say fair enough. But apparently, all it did was really show like the Avatar trailer again, like or like a, a newer version of the trailer. And then, yeah. So that's again to my point is saying, is that worth going to see the movie once again in the cinema? My thought is it absolutely not. But no. there we have it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh. How about I tell you about a little story, Chris? Show me, tell me a little story. Something that happened, ironically, the same year that Obama was first elected and the last relationship I was in, 2008. <laughs> um, Ooh. Uh, SWAT, this is the headline, SWAT engages cardboard cutout in three-hour standoff. <laughs> <laughs> so in November 2008, a total of 30 officers responded to what they believed was a bank robbery in Somerset County, New New Jersey. After an alarm had been set off at around 8.40pm, police arrived to discover the suspect was still inside the bank. The blinds were drawn, but officers could see an approximately 152-centimetre tall silhouette through the windows. Officers tried contacting the suspect with loudspeakers and a uh, telephone uh, attempt to... uh, Yeah, and the telephone to attempt negotiations. However, their adversary... Adversary, adversary. adversary mm-hmm. that's the word, never replied. And this mm-hmm. continued for over three hours. SWAT officers barged into the bank after hanging around for an hour. Uh, SWAT team discovered that the suspect was actually a cardboard cutout. <laughs> so I have a few questions there. And let's, yeah. let's, 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 go down the cons- <laughs> let's go down the conspiracy rabbit hole. All right. Do you believe... There's two scenarios. I don't want you to tell me which is more plausible. They knew it was a cardboard cut all along, but they didn't want to work for the rest of the day, so they figured, "Hey, one, might as well just you know let's let's just you know let's hang out here." Or two, they shot it. It didn't fall down, and they panicked. They had a superhuman on their hands, and so they were they were they were afraid to, to barge in. Definitely the second one, because the first one, uh, all I can say is they're not the Australian council workers. Workers, <laughs> you know, you know, and they would have had one cop doing something, you know. Oh, true, 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 true. you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I think we can all agree that they they shot in, the bullet hit them, but because it didn't fall over, they're going, oh my god, he's he's in, he's a model, he's a superhuman. Yeah. Oh my god, what do you do? We're like, do we barge in? No, I'm not gonna barge in. We, <laughs> let's just follow the book. We'll follow it by the book. No, look yeah. again. In that scenario that we just physically made up, that story mm. now makes complete logical sense to me because I can't. This, what's, what doesn't make sense is trained professionals 
not being able to determine the difference between a cutout yeah. and a real person. That that's yeah. more alarming. Yeah. My version at least gives them some credibility. Well, actually, because I know this this isn't the first situation. I've I've heard about uh, another a cop. I was listening to your podcast and a cop was talking about some of the stories he had, mm-hmm. um, and they um, got reports of a murder or something. It was definitely some someone was murdered, and they burst into the apartment, and a cardboard cutout of John Cena was standing over this this dude, and they thought that. They thought the cardboard cutout was an actual guy, like for, but it was not three hours. It was a lot shorter. They're like, stick your hands up, hands on the girl, whatever. Yeah, I would imagine they would burst but, in and go, oh, shit, then walk yeah, away, right? Like it yeah. was more. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah. But it was still, like, for a second, they thought that um, a cardboard cutout was standing over the body, like, because it was standing over the body. So some dude died in front of a John Cena cardboard cutout. See, that makes sense to me because essentially, look, you get it like when someone's looking through a window or something, they they're not they're not gonna look too hard to see if it's a cardboard cutout. They're gonna say, I, I see someone standing over someone. Yeah. And so look, I get that. Look and look and to be honest, and to be in all fairness, you know, I'll I'll, I'll give them some credit to say, you know, I would imagine it is a particularly if it's in America, it is a very I'd say it's a stressful job because yeah, you don't know if they're gonna shoot back at you. Yeah. No excuses for Australian cops because there's no guns here, so there's no one's going to shoot back at you. You're just doing your job poorly. But again, to the American cops, I will say, look, it can be like you know, every single traffic stop you do could become a gunfight. So yeah. I, will, I will say, I'll, I'll give them a little bit of like a you're not yeah. the worst thing in the universe, even though you support the government and you know enforce <laughs> lockdown. So maybe you are the worst thing in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Jamie, what an excellent story that was. Thank you for sharing. No worries. Now, before we get on to the main crux of it, was there anything else of note that you wanted to add in in terms of your weird dating behaviors, your overly picking, <laughs> your overly picky um, opinion on, on women, your your wish to be back in the 1960s, Mad Madman <laughs> style? Um, you know. Ha- out of out of general, out of actually now general curiosity, have you actually seen Mad Men? Bits and pieces. Because I thought that that would be your favorite show. No, it's it's not. I thought you'd watch it and go, man. I wish women were like that now. Like I thought. No, I thought that, no, you know? no, no, no. Look, yeah. look. If you must know, the the reason I am so picky is because I am the last of my name, Chris Warner. If I am, if if my name is to carry on, it must be, you know. With the right lady. Oh, so you're doing it for the for the clan. So the clan, speak. yes. For the clan. <laughs> oh well, 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 well. Of all I, the reasons on uh, you know I want to go back to caveman days, damn it. Less yeah. vocabulary. <laughs> of all the reasons, I'll just say that is definitely one of them. I will give you that. But I digress. Now, you had an interesting topic you wanted to discuss today. Please tell us a little bit about it. Oh, you know, all about crossovers, don't you, Chris? I love crossovers. It's my favorite thing. Well, you know, there's been a lot of crossovers in the comics, in the in the um, movies, probably less in the movies, but um, there, it's it's kind of like getting in the mind of of the fans like what would the fans love to see 
Mm. And um, we're fans of many franchises and I thought it'd be cool to talk about ones that have worked, ones we like and ones we would love to see. What a sensational idea. So obviously I think you need to start with the one that's worked the best, obviously. Which is? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, it's kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> the MCU, because it was obviously, look, it was, it was yeah. like, again, like, but based upon what, like, I want to get, I wanna, I, if you want to hear us talk about the MCU for, for many hours, there's probably many episodes you could do that. Yeah. So I won't, I won't, I won't bore everyone talking about MCU. Yeah. But I will just say this, but I will say that what I can see now versus then, it appears that that was a fluke. So rather than actually, <laughs> like, a, rather than, you know, Basically, it was like if they were playing a dice game, you know, Kevin Feige kept rolling 20s, kept rolling criticals, and he goes, I have no idea how I'm doing this. I have no yeah. idea how I'm doing this. Yeah, like, then, should you know, I stop? Do I stop? <laughs> then made, you know, 20 odd or 20 plus film franchise, and then, then he started rolling now. He's getting like threes and fours and fives, and you know what? Yeah. I, I still maintain that's what happened because that actually that actually brings me to. Uh, makes me think of an old show, Ed, one of my favorites, which you know, the bowling alley lawyer. In one of the episodes, this guy comes in and he gets one off bowling a perfect game, and then he goes, Nah, see ya. Like everyone, everyone's cheering him on, and he just goes, packs up his bag and walks off. Oh, and he's just like, you know, like sometimes it's better just, you know, wondering. Interesting, but then I think from memory, then he comes in when no one's there and bowls it. Oh. Like just just for himself, you know. But um, fair enough. But yeah, look. So yeah, look. So we can all agree that yes, giant fluke. Don't know how they did it. Nor yeah. did, nor did they. So we can move on for that. What's a cross? <laughs> in terms of crossover, what's a good crossover that you like? I absolutely love, and I prefer the comic version, but the movie version was still pretty good. Batman versus TMNT. Oh, it's something that you you hear it and you go, that can't work. That can't work. And then you read it and you go, oh my gosh, this is working. <laughs> and you watched it on screen and it was like going... Yeah, and it was, it, it, was, it was not as good as a comic, albeit, but it was still pretty good. But, okay, so yes, it, it, was it, I mean, what, what did the comic do differently that you would, that sort of is why you... I think it's a, li- this- it's a little more darker. Right, um, but, you, but you know, when you're making a comic, unless unless you're making base, you look, unless you're making Invincible or something, you do have to sort of aim at a certain you know age demographic. Yeah, yeah. like you yeah. Know, you can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't be like I'm going to have my hero. My hero is going to split the skulls of all the, these victims and drink their blood from you know and drink yeah. their blood. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Like if they did that, that would be awesome, and I would yeah. be very much into it. But you know. This yeah. is not an anime. This is a westernized comic, so there's yeah. obviously violence. Again, there's also toys in mind. Yeah. Um. You know, because you have all the toys, so then you know. There you I go. do. You, um, you have you literally, from my understanding, you actually literally have all of them. Yep, the entire set. So there is that. Yes. So that's so that's yeah. So that's the one you're saying is the, your fate. Your that's that's well yeah that's my favorite. I'd say. Um, fresh in the memory. I mean, there's ones I've enjoyed at the time, but I don't know if they'd hold up. You know, like Alien versus Predator, that was a fun watch at the time, but I haven't watched it since. I actually watched um, it recently. Um, 
I'll say this. The first one worked. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like look, there was they had problems, obviously. Yeah. But it was still it was fun. Like it was yeah. like, you know, it was fine. Predators is works really well. I really like that one. But again, we're talking crossover, so yeah, Alien versus Predators sort of being yeah. the, 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 that sort of initial uh attempt at a crossover that that you know somewhat worked. Yeah. That's an interesting one. Is there what do you think? What do you think of a crossover that just absolutely didn't work in your mind? Oh I, I, I have know. one I have one that I think you would hate, so I'll say this one. Okay, go for it. Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant oh, Ninja yeah. Turtles. I blanked that out of my mind. <laughs> because it was based upon the turtles you hate. Yeah. And actually one of the stronger Power Rangers seasons. So it's also one of those weird things where it was a very great, it was a good season of Power Rangers. Look, but obviously it had the turtles you hated. Yeah. Look, and I know I know why they did it because there was five and five, you know? Otherwise it wouldn't have, yeah. I don't reckon it would have worked. And they're on the same channel at the time, so it was yeah. also like those, 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 as they call it, yeah. quote unquote, brand synergy. Yeah. So I understand why they did it. I just, you know, I couldn't stand that that series of turtles. Really? Yeah. But then you know, back then I, I didn't really like Power Rangers either. So. That's right. You did miss out on all this excellence in your childhood. So. Yeah. Um. Even though I went to school with a red Power Ranger. That's right. He went on to become the Red Power Ranger in um, Mystic Force, or I can't remember yeah, which one it was. One, yeah, one of those ones. Yeah, not one of the more well-known Red Rangers, but one of the Red yeah. Rangers nonetheless. Yeah, but he—I saw him die in Hacksaw Ridge. But from uh, growing growing up, like in school, all we remembered him as was the Nutella ad kid. We didn't even know his name. It's just he did an ad for Nutella. And we saw him really? on TV. We saw him on TV all the time. We go, hey, it's not Nutella, Nutella ad kid. Um, Nutella ad kid. Yeah, That's but um, yeah, no, he's he's had a pretty decent career. I mean, he's had a lot of supporting roles. He's he's acted across from um, Jason Jason Statham and Clive Owen, Yvonne Strahovski. Okay. Um, you know, again, he was in Hacksaw Ridge, which is pretty good, even though he had like one line. And then okay, go, yeah. yeah. So, um, what do you think about some of the more recent crossovers? Um, to name a few, what did you feel about the Brooklyn Nine Nine crossover with Oh New Girl? I think it, I think it worked, but only because I knew both shows really well. Mm-hmm. And it was that that was cool, but it was weird because um, well, there's an actor that's common for both shows, yes, yes, and he's different character. He's like not the same character, you know. No, one's a corrupt cop, yeah, in one series, and one is <sighs> like a, his name was Coach. It's just Coach, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, 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 um, yeah. No, I reckon that worked. Now, there were some other ones that I think are worth noting. Obviously, is Simpsons and Futurama. Made by the same creator, so that was always, yeah. that was a, that was a very good crossover. Uh, but then there was Simpsons and Family Guy, wasn't there? Yes, there was. They finally did the crossover, and yeah. I thought, in terms of crossovers, that you know, that was made by two different creators. They had to sort of be respectful for both. I thought they did a fairly good job in terms of. Yeah. They had very different styles of. Look, <laughs> to say that they have <laughs> different styles of humor is like, well, duh, no yeah. shit, Chris. 
but they still mesh them in a way that was decent like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't terrible um i think a bunch of disney shows always cross over because they were the same thing apparently yeah. i didn't i didn't see it but apparently there is a scooby-doo supernatural crossover episode yes i heard about that it's, it's i haven't even seen it it's like probably one of the latest seasons it's fully animated yeah it's a fully animated crossover yeah. with um no i'm i'm it sounds interesting, but, but again, I mean, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm like, hey, like, like I've said, in those ten extra seasons that were fan fiction, there's the occasional good one, and I'm a great, good, good episode, probably and, by and, comparison. And, and I'm not even saying that that's a great idea. I'm just saying it just sounds interesting. So I'm not even. So I'm not like in terms of well, in terms of like, they did a musical episode as well, and I'm going. Hmm. Okay. Obviously, so you... obviously, we know what song they sung the most. Oh, carry on my way would sound yeah um, look i don't fault them for that that's a great song so you know what i'm not, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna get too i'm yeah. gonna get too mad at yeah, that yeah but no right. to your point I, I i do i do i do 100 agree where it's a bit like uh, why now yeah. there is obviously then crossovers and you know spin-offs so buffy had a buffy had angel which ran yep. for four seasons, which I thought that was quite a good one. Uh, it's it, because you know everyone liked the the character Angel, so when he spun off it, that made you know the most the most sense in terms yep. of that. I think that it it worked best of all of the ones I could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Our favorite, obviously, Stargate spun yep. off to Stargate Atlantis, which we loved. Yep. We loved. It then spun off to Stargate Universe, Star- which we didn't. Yeah, Stargate Home and Away in Space, pretty much. Basically, which obviously was a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Yeah. Then there are some more interesting ones where we had uh, Bones crossover with Sleepy Hollow. That was weird. I don't, I still don't I I don't know now, if I like that. Like you were bringing the supernatural into. You basically hey, now have confirmed that in this universe <laughs> where Sealy Booth and Doctor Brennan are doing their you know fancy sciency business. There's monsters and demons in this other world, <laughs> yeah. like like off, yeah. just just off screen. Am I going? Yeah, I get that they were both on Fox. Yeah. I get that they followed each other in the like basically the episodes. I think from understanding, like when aired, one followed the other. Yeah. So I so one was like like, like Bones is a big show. They gave the lead into yeah. uh, Sleepy Hollow, and I get, <laughs> I get why yeah. that matters. I get why that was might have been a fun idea. But to your point, yes. Doc, silly, Dr. Brennan met, what's his name? Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane, who then wrote her, her a letter saying, you know, that this belongs in Sleepy Hollow. And she verified this signatures as basically George Washington and, and, Ichab- and Ichabod Crane. And then she goes, oh, your name's Ichabod Crane. And he's like, going, oh, yes, um, that is my great, great, great ancestor. And she goes, well, genetic handwriting i've never heard of that before but you know if once i rule out all the impossibilities that's the only possible logical uh, <laughs> thing i was also going or <laughs> or yeah there's wow. magic yeah um there were some things i liked about the crossover though like when like um yeah. when they were trying to solve the very elaborate puzzle and silly booth whips out his gun and solves it the old-fashioned silly booth way and, yeah. <laughs> and like basically breaks yeah. it down and kicks down the doors like going yeah I like that because that's funny because that's well, he's not gonna do a puzzle. Yeah. Well, Ichabod is always good value. Um, yeah, and I like both of those shows, and so I I actually didn't. That was one of the crossovers that I that you know 
one of the weirder crossovers, but I think one yeah. that um, I think that works pretty well. If the, all things it's all, it's all about actor chemistry as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the horror thing, there's always there's obviously Freddy versus Jason. Not I'm not a big yeah. horror fan, but apparently that's nah. you know if, if you like yeah. those kind of movies, you know that's you know that sort of thing. And then the Universal Monster movies where they realized that they I think that was an accident <laughs> where they realized they had all of the monster licenses, so they started just sort of blending them into the same universe. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they tried again to relaunch, you know, the dark universe. You know, they've made a great film with Dracula Untold. Uh, starring one of the greatest Hollywood actors of all, Luke Evans. Luke Evans, love Luke Evans. I don't think I've ever seen a bad Luke Evans film uh, to date, actually. So, so mm-hmm. you know, solid yeah. actor, hundred percent. If you if you're casting any kind of movie of any shape, way, shape, or form, yeah, he is your perfect leading man in terms of any film you want to do. So that was a great film. Yep, and then. They gave us <laughs> Tom <Cruise>. the mummy. <laughs> uh, and then they gave us the mummy. Now, Jamie. Yeah. How would you rate that mummy against, say, its predecessor? You mean Brendan Fraser? All mm-hmm. thing Brendan Fraser? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't even hold a candle. And how would you rate that against, say, any other Tom Cruise movie that you might enjoy? Well, considering that we just watched um, Top Gun Maverick, um, it's it's way down there. It's way down there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, speaking of Top Gun, you know, I, I, I won't I won't be we'll, we'll briefly touch on it. That movie is way better than it has ever any right to be. So again, <laughs> yes. yeah, that, that's all I'll say. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Now, those are some failed ones. But there are a lot of franchises that that potentially could merge together seamlessly, yeah, and do and be very good. Now, Jamie, if you had your way, mm-hmm. let's say you had some incriminating evidence on a Hollywood producer. Apparently, you, <laughs> you know what? That might not be. Depending, actually, no. If it's linked to some other people, you might get you might you might, you might accidentally hang yourself to death. Um, yeah. <laughs> What two film franchises or TV franchises would you like to see basically crossover? Well, look, I have to get the Ninja Turtles stuff out of the way. Of course. Uh, okay. look, be- look, let's get but- the Ninja Turtles out of the way. <laughs> but because Ninja Turtles was a parody of Daredevil, I would love to see both them. Oh. And I honestly would love to see um, Charlie Cox um, Netflix series style. Um, with a more darker TMNT. Mm. Now, CGI puppets with the turtles. I reckon practical effects would be better. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the um, Pirates of the Caribbean thing. How they they did practical effects with a touch of CGI. Yeah, so basically they did they had the suits, but then you do the CGI face a little bit to make it look a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Now, where would you go on the turtle beak lips situation? Because I know I know that you had, you were a big you had a big hate for um uh michael bay's version yeah why because they would the hulk no 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 i'm not talking about like the size but you said the lips thing bugged like the, the lips no it not only mildly bothered me um i was more upset about the fact that they were gigantic hulk creatures that it made no sense for them to learn ninjutsu let alone from a book um just yeah but Look, I 
yeah, as long as they got shells and they look badass and not cartoony, okay, I'm happy. All right, that's your first one, though. What's your second one? Um, Spider Man TMNT, but that'd be more, more, you know, kitty, kitty. How I would reckon. You... Okay. But but it'd be early Spider Man, like Spider Man when he's still a teenager. So it's like the teenage. Okay, so teenage Peter Parker, Spider Man. Yeah. With turtles. Yeah. Okay. Look, honestly, I I I I just I see it working. They're both from New York City. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure if that works, but again, uh, you're you're more of the turtles and Spider Man fan, so I'll leave yeah. to, leave well, to you. But one one I'd be really keen on. Predator versus Mandalorian. Oh. <laughs> so basically, aliens in the Star Wars universe. Yep. That would be that would be <laughs> quite interesting. Yeah. But in doing so, in doing that, you actually put Earth in the Star Wars universe by consequence. Are you okay with that? The fact that it will be like Earth. Well, in it's the a gal- Star Wars universe. It's, well, it's a galaxy far, far away. Remember? Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, so okay. as long as it's far, far away. It's far, far away. Okay. And they, and they don't do the the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern thing where they're like, "Hey, let's make this space adventure all about Earth." <sighs> um, you know, <laughs> you know. I don't mind thinking. I I don't mind thinking. Hey, this could be somewhere out there. You know, but it's got to be way, way out there. Okay. No, look, look. Both decent options. I agree that I think I think that'll be cool. What I was thinking of was, and that was, and you know, we just watched it, so it's not a really surprise. <laughs> Maverick and Independence Day. Oh yeah, come <laughs> on, <laughs> look again. And to what we agreed upon, Tom Cruise will need to step back into more of the sort of you know, let's say, let's say he gets promoted to commander, and so yeah. he's more he's more you know running the missions from you know in yeah. space and the team would be phoenix rooster and hangman as the three main uh, with, yep. uh, and bob you can't forget bob i think you know that you know, bob's great yep. um what's the other and the other guy what's his name uh, he wasn't um same shot hot shot i can't remember his other, the other yeah. name but you know he can be there too that's fine yeah going up against the independence day aliens again come yeah. on i mean yeah, that to me, to me, that just that just screams success in terms of you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, but I would definitely want to shoot it. You definitely want to shoot it more of the Top Gun style, you know. Yeah. Oh, you totally Top 80, Gun style. Eighty style, you know. In you know, they're not meant to lose. They're meant to show how awesome you know the pilot is. The pilot yeah. is versus you know. Yeah. I I you know once again great fi- that would be a great film. Huge, you know, I think it would do huge numbers, and it'll also do again as they always do huge numbers for the recruitment of the into the Navy and the Air Force for the, yeah. for the, United, for the United States of <laughs> yeah. America. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What would you think about some of the Michael Bay universes combining, say, say, Bad Boys and Transformers? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, Bad Boys and The Rock may be a little bit more. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bad boy in the Transformers. All I mean, of a sudden, in this you know realistic, gritty, coke smuggling ring, they <laughs> they run across a truck who then transforms into Optimus Prime and they meet the Autobots. 
Oh, that that that'd be that'd be pretty cool. But I think I'm more more like probably a Decepticon being as part of the drug runners. Oh, oh, oh you know what? That makes sense. So the Decepticons are drug runners. You know, they chase after them and, and realize, okay, they, they start shooting at them, and then, then the car starts shooting back, and it's like going, the car is shooting back, the car is shooting back. Yeah. What the? You know, you're doing the Will Smith, all the Will yeah. Smith, and, and and you know things, yeah. and basically this shit just got real. And yeah. then you know. And then they have to call upon specialists to fight these cars. And yes, it's Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. You know, yeah. brilliant. You know, Jamie. Yeah. Hats off to you. I think that film absolutely works. Now, it's a Michael Bay film. So, which Victoria's Secret model will be cast as the lead role? Or who looks? One of who looks best in glasses? They all do. The Victoria's <laughs> Secret models. They, that's not the like the question. Like, yeah. you you put the you put them in Hessian sacks, and the, the you know they're still Victoria's Secret models. Yeah. So. But yes, one of them would be essentially, you know, wearing the glasses. They would be the nerdy supervisor of the of the bad boys because mm-hmm. you know that's that's again. If it's a Michael Bay film, we expect we expect the Michael Bayisms to come out in a Michael Bay film, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. I agree, hundred percent on your choices on on that one. What about some other ones you think would work well? Well, I, I actually want to. I don't know how this would work, but I'd I'd want to see Rick O'Connell, Brendan Fraser from The Mummy. Meet Nathan Drake from Uncharted, the games. It's almost the same movie though. It's basically two yeah, two badasses, two wisecracking badasses who are yeah. the same in every single. You don't, think, you, don't the... you don't think they they, you know, gel pretty well. Yeah. No. It'll be like buddy cops. <laughs> <laughs> but buddy treasure hunters. Buddy treasure hunters. They're set in different eras, though. Yeah, I know. But there's a way. There's always a way. We'll bring in Doctor Strange. (laughs) He'll be the mediator. He'll be the mediator. Okay. I'm not sure that makes sense. But I could definitely... Okay, another one I want to see. Let's throw some weird ones out now. John Wick on Law and Order. How? (laughs) How? Like they're what? investigating all the murders. Oh, okay. Well, no, yeah. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. And so they're going through, and then all of a sudden they realize that they, they hit this giant walls everywhere with this secret organization, like like dealing in coins, and they have no idea what the hell's mm-hmm. going on. And then towards the end, not, they can't arrest anyone because they don't have enough evidence against John Wick. <laughs> yeah. they go, but he would, we've, everyone has seen him shooting people, but then no one's coming forward. There's nothing. It's like, no, no, yeah. there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I could see that working. I could see that working. What other uh, weird crossover do you think would work? How about Horizon Zero Dawn with Magneto? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, at that point, you just have basically an isekai anime fantasy where the hero arrives and he's, super, he's more overpowered yeah. than every single else in the world and he yeah. has a harem of women. At that one, point, that's what you have. One Punch Man, but it's Magneto and Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh my God. That, again... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like i just i just want to see him with that much metal just like oh, just that, that's unfair that's again I know. That, you know look and I, I, I think <laughs> when we're talking about all these things what we really want to see is jurassic park and some sort of military film so we can have dino riders we essentially oh. look, I, I think we can all agree stargate. and stargate cool jurassic park <laughs> and stargate and so we can have dino riders because yeah 
Yeah, but there'd be Jafar on on dinosaurs. Oh my goodness! Imagine imagine, <laughs> imagine a gold riding a T Rex yeah. with those with like the laser cannons on its back, like the you know, come on. And then you know they'd have to have elite elite American riding squads because but you know yeah. can't, you, they can't have T Rexes because T Rex is going to be things much yeah. like the Dino Rider series. They'll have the like the Apache the uh, the Apache patient that has it. Apache Cephalosaurus. That's the one. Yeah. The, the boneheaded guy, the ram guys. And yeah. that'll be their sort of their main riding mounted. The, the headbutt dudes, which I love that guy. That's mostly an old Dino Rider series. Yeah. To think a TV series based upon a toy line to sell toys. Yeah. Of all the franchises that people have now sort of turned into movies and things, no one has touched Dino Riders and it's the yeah. most obvious one in the universe. I think they thought about it, but I don't know if they... Because they, they they were going to do gargoyles as well at one point. Yeah, yeah. Look, that, that didn't happen. You, know, you 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 don't like gargoyles because of the uh, incest or not really incest, bestiality. I just think it's a little awkward. Um, Why they both look like human? They're humanoids. <laughs> oh. So as long as you look like a human. But I mean, Goliath and Eliza, they're humanoid. Yeah. You know. Nothing wrong with their relationship. I have some questions on some, you know, how things would work. Well, you know, it'd be rock solid. <laughs> it was rock solid okay fair enough look <laughs> but again and and you know as i always said kate green would make a great eliza so eliza oh, yeah. so from yeah. so you know what I, I i'm with you i'm with you on that on with you on that one and speaking of catch graham i can't we we're talking about crossovers i mean vampire diaries originals <laughs> Um, and now legacies. So again, that series spins off itself. That's a whole separate. Yeah. That's a whole separate other conversation. But in terms of we other weird crossovers, see, I want I want to see more. We- I want to see weirder <laughs> ones than that. All right. Um, we want to see ones that just really don't make any sense, but then they could. But then you know <laughs> it could work. Oh. All right. Um. Well, how do how do you feel about you know like um real life events and fiction like that would that be a type of crossover no, no that, that would be work. fine that'd be fine that's fine because like obviously i i think a the concept of abraham lincoln vampire hunter was great because they've incorporated mm-hmm. so much fan i love when you can incorporate fantasy into you know um reality uh-huh. um i have it but, along those lines modern family and the walking dead yes sitcom <laughs> Like still sitcom, still sitcom, yep. still modern family talk to the camera like mockumentary, right. but just with zombies and stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Same cast, just you know, zombies. Um. All right. What's 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 that show that's on that you love that's on um, Prime? Uh, the spacey one, <sighs> The Expanse. Oh, The Expanse. Yes. yes. All right. Who do we bring in there? Um, Ooh. You know? Um, Oliver the ex- Queen. Oliver Queen. No, the expands <laughs> and NCIS. <laughs> <laughs> because someone has to put some law and order in this spacefaring Navy. Yeah. Might as well be NCIS. Right. Yeah. But, but the question is, which NCIS? NCIS Normal, NCIS New York, NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS Alabama. I My, don't know. Miami. My Miami. NC- <laughs> I don't even know. You know what? I no, there is, even... a, there is No. Um, is, it, is there one? That, no, that's CSI Miami. That's CSI um, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's screw it. C- CSI Miami. 
and, and he's and, and he's wearing sunglasses on a spaceship yes. and there's no sun <laughs> there's ncis hawaii all right obviously that made that makes sense yeah well let's do that one because it's the polar opposite to <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right yeah so there's los angeles new orleans and hawaii all right yeah which one do you want uh, to do hawaii so, hawaii yeah, that, yeah. Makes, that makes the most sense that makes right. the most sense what about see i'm feeling the 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 um okay just because i've been watching it castle right and oh come on i had it and i lost it castle and ted lasso <laughs> oh, okay and so what would the premise of castle and ted lasso be I, I have no idea. There's, there's been a murder at the at the Richmond Football Club. Oh, okay. And Castle and Beckett just happened to be in town. Oh, I love, yes, yes. One of those happened and, to be in town and, be, and because because Ted Lasso is from the great great land of the United States of America, mm-hmm. he's going to call on the assistant of one of the best crime novelists and New York's finest. <laughs> Oh, so he'll be a, so in this particular fictional universe, Ted Lasso will be a fan of the books, right? That's what we're going yeah. with. Yeah. Ah. The, the episode or the movie or how we going to play it will actually start off with him handing around Castle's books to motivate his players. <laughs> That's cool. Well, because that happened, you know, that happened in that that was an episode of Ted Lasso. Uh, right, you did hand around books. Didn't he gave you? everyone books. There you go. You know what? Of all the ideas you've had, that one sucked the least. <laughs> Thank you. I'm kidding. They all suck. They all sucked as equally, equally? As each other. Well, that's what I go for equality. No, no, no. They're all. They're all. They're all fine and and wonderful ideas. Now, you've hit on a rich vein there of of spinoffs, but let's end it with. One final from you and I, the greatest spin-off idea you've had. Let's go, Jamie. Uh, Kevin Sorbo Hercules. Yep. And How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. Now tell me how that's... St- okay. What is the story there? Well, obviously, Kevin Sorbo Hercules wakes up in New York City. He doesn't know what's oh. happened or how it's got how he's gotten there. It's probably some magical amulet or something. Um, <laughs> or we do the much longer Captain America's <laughs> Hercules gets put into cryo sleep somehow. Or, yep. Or and then he wakes up in modern time New York City. New York City. Yeah. Interesting. Now, <laughs> what kind of vein is the show in? Oh, how I met your mother style. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll just lean right into it. All right. I like it. <laughs> I think it worked extremely well. And obviously, I want cheesy villains packed to the wazoo, skimpy mm-hmm. outfits packed to the wazoo. I want I want Xena to turn up as well because, you know. Oh, yeah, naturally. Yeah, she has to she, turn she up. She comes looking for him. Nice. Yep. Yep. Love it. Dude. I mean, right. That, that's perfect. Like, literally. Like, like yeah. you can't make anything more perfect than that. Now, I'm going to throw up one idea to you, sir. Okay. Friends and the Squid Game. 
Wow. <laughs> so, does the cast of Friends have to play Skid Game? Or yeah, yeah. Basically, the the, the the you know the final season of Friends, they all get into some really poor financial situations. Ross is you know, basically constant screaming and quote possible sexual harassment. Get into lawsuits. Same with Joey, Chan. Chandler and, and Monica waste all their money on their a restaurant that you know Monica thinks is going to be an absolute certainty, but obviously it fails massively. Mm-hmm. Rachel's uh, career as a fashionista falls apart once people realize that she's actually not that great. But anyway, that's fine. And Phoebe has never had any money, so she just continues on there. So they go into this massive mm-hmm. debt spiral because obviously you know, and then obviously then a guy in a subway comes up to them and asks them to play a game. He lets them, you know, where we throws the package to the ground, they have to make it flip, and then you know he, they win some money. And then they invite him onto the Squid Game, and then we go from being the funny styled friends shooting to basically shooting exactly like Squid Game, and with all the creepy music and PlayStation <laughs> mask people. And then we watch as they have to either, you know, and then you know they it, it all comes down to my favorite game, which is the Marvels, where they you know, where they the whole previous games was all about teaming up, and then it's about teaming up. But then one of you has to die, and mm. so and so then you know they'll, they'll you know Chandler will pick Monica, Ross will pick Rachel, Joey will pick Phoebe, and they have to play a game of marbles, and then the loser dies, and then oh. they have to yeah, and then they have, you know well, well then we can watch as the the friends either you know help each other out or completely betray each other, <laughs> and I think that would be the most fascinating viewing we could possibly have. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> and you would you would traumatize a lot of people in the process. Oh my goodness! The the, the because the it's, sh- it's like what nine or ten years of these wonderful love people, and then because of some bad financial situations. So you're saying that should have been the Friends reunion series? Oh, that would have been amazing. I would. Oh, dude, that would have been okay. You know what? I don't know what I don't know what they ended up doing for the um, reunion. I think it was just them on a couch going, "Hey, what you been doing?" No, no, he that's done. This one, yeah, this one sounds better. Yeah. Uh, and I think you'd agree that this one would, you know, this is a, this is a better reunion show. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now I can see that. Outstanding. I'm glad we've come to this agreement because <laughs> it'll never happen. Yeah. But it makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. There are so many ideas that are left on the table because people don't have the the tenacity, the willingness Mm -hmm. to have, to grow a cast of people, have multiple seasons of love and joy with the friends where you go and love them and then watch them as they you know, as their so-called friendship falls into pieces, as they betray each other over the smallest things, all so they can win a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. This is what we all want to see, but what we'll never get to see. Well, Jamie, as always, as we go to end, where can people find us? You can find us, well, if you're listening to us right now, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff, but um all all the links to our social media is in the show notes um we're on youtube as well we post very little videos at the moment other than the interviews that we do um got a few more coming up but um yeah like subscribe share spread the word we actually did a 
you know, our downloads are going up uh, quite a lot lately. Yep. So again, thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for listening. Please continue to do so. Yep. And if you if you want us to talk about anything specifically, Jamie, where can they reach us? Uh, you can send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram. I think we're most mostly active on Instagram stories underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shoot us a message. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Yep. And as always, if you have any dating advice for Jamie, please also send that along as he would much appreciate it. And uh, if you would like to hear about all my expertise on dating, um, on how to master the first date, my masterclass is coming out in a couple of months. Um, the six-part series, Jamie. Don't forget yep. the six-part six series, series. Six-part series masterclass. Yep. yep. Stay tuned. Keep your Stay eyes tuned. <laughs> Enjoyed that. And as always, as we say before we end the podcast, we bid you adieu. Adieu. Adieu.